The Super Bowl is happening this coming Sunday. Who will win? Well, I will be making my prediction on who will win between the Rams and the Bengals. And the NFL is starting to face a massive storm front with potential scandals waiting in the wings. The Denver Broncos are up for sale, but could it be possible that three other NFL teams will come up for sale this year in the NFL, which will add for a total of four NFL teams up for sale this year in the NFL. And the NFL coaching carousel has been officially concluded. Every NFL team with an NFL coach now has a new head coach. I'll be discussing all that here in Bruce Stilled, but first though, let us begin. Cheers, everyone. Welcome to Bruce Still. I'm your host, Brandon, and this is Bruce Still. be talking about the Super Bowl and making my Super Bowl prediction. We are now approaching the final game of what has been a very chaotic NFL season, which will pretty soon reach its final conclusion at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles in a Super Bowl matchup between the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. It will likely be a highly contested matchup between two quality teams. And also, there's been major news also going on in the NFL with some new coaching hires and also the storm front brewing for the NFL, ranging from controversy around cover-ups regarding sexual harassment, a lawsuit regarding discrimination against minority coaches, and also owners asking coaches to tank games for money in order to get a higher draft position. So it's not only the Super Bowl to speak for the NFL, it's also the storm front the NFL is starting to face and how the NFL weathered a storm that is starting to come in. But first though, what am I pairing with this week's episode? What drink am I pairing with this week's edition of Bruce Stilled? And what beer am I pairing for the coming Super Bowl? That beer comes out of San Diego, a very prominent craft beer scene here in California, but also around the world as well. And this beer comes from Ale Smith Brewing Company out of San Diego, California. And the name of that beer is the Speedway Stout. The Speedway Stout is an imperial stout with coffee with an ABV at 12%. And it also improves with age at the same time. It comes in a can or a bottle. I got mine in a can. And the serving glass for this beer will come in a tulip or a goblet glass. It's available all year round. And this beer really has a tasty flavor to it. A really good imperial stout. Lately, been have a lot of porters here in Bruce Steel for the winter season. But now I got here a stout with me right now. And the Speedway Stout also has chocolate and roasted malts as part of the flavor, which really does help enhance the flavor. And there's also dark fruit, toffee, and caramel. Now, despite its intensity, this beer is really easy to drink. It has a really creamy flavor to it. It's very smooth and also easy to drink, which is really good for an imperial stout. You know, imperial stouts are really intense with their flavor, but this one is very unique. And once you find this beer, you want to let it sit for a while, let it age, because once you let this beer age, it's definitely going to enhance the flavor and also drinking experience for this excellent imperial stout. And better yet, this beer also pairs well with food. A lot of hearty meals, such as grilled meals. So this beer is definitely one, something you want to have like barbecue, which I think porters and stouts are definitely good barbecue beers. It's also good with chocolate and vanilla desserts as well. And even more interesting, this beer is an award-winning beer. It's won silver at the 2008 Great American Beer Festival for aged beer. It won gold back in 2012 at the San Diego International Beer Competition for Imperial Stout, and also won gold again at the 2014 San Diego International Beer Competition for Imperial Stout. So this is an award-winning beer. It's won multiple awards. This beer has been around for a long time, and it definitely does say a lot for a very good reason, because this beer is really good. It's really good flavor to it. It doesn't have the intensity known for Imperial Stouts, which definitely makes it easier to drink, and also 12% ABV. You also want to drink it slowly as well, so even though this beer is easy to drink, you definitely don't want to drink it too fast, for obvious reasons. But it's by far a very good winter beer, and also good beer to have, even all year round. You know, definitely Stouts. You definitely don't drink Stouts in the summer. I mean, I do at times. I know people drink Stouts all year round, but the fact this beer is available all year round is also a good thing as well, because, you know, Stouts are kind of hard to find when it gets to summertime, and sometimes you may want to want to have a Stout beer during the summer. And in some excellent news, this beer 
beer to stout beer out of Alesmith. Brewing in San Diego is available all year round. So it does definitely be good beer to have while watching a football game, even the Super Bowl as well, as it really does have a universal feel to it and also can be applied for any social situation, making for this Imperial Stout an Imperial Stout worth to try. And again, that beer is Speedway Stout from Alesmith Brewing in San Diego, California, and that's a beer and pairing for this week's edition of Brew Stilled and for the Super Bowl. And now it's time to make my Super Bowl prediction. So I thought a lot about this in terms of the coming matchup between the Bengals and Rams, which we played in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, which is technically a home game for the Los Angeles Rams, as Super Bowl will be played in their home stadium. But in terms of fans turning out for the Rams, that does remain to be seen. But regardless of that, the Rams will be joined playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium, which I do believe is going to provide to them an advantage of some sort. How much advantage will help them in the game, that remains to be seen. The Bengals are playing their first Super Bowl for the first time since the 80s. It'll be the third Super Bowl for the franchise in the franchise's history, and they have yet to win a Super Bowl. And they also had a very surprising season as well. Joe Burrow took the Bengals all the way to Super Bowl. It was been a wild ride for the Bengals after a very chaotic NFL season. And for the Rams, they definitely had their doubting moments, but he definitely made some major moves in free agency, which helped get them to the game we're about to talk about. But in the end, who do I think is going to win? I definitely thought a lot about this, looked at both rosters, and also in terms of how things played out for each team during this season. Definitely both teams definitely surprised a lot of people this season. I think the Rams definitely didn't surprise as much people. They had a good roster, but I wasn't sure they're actually going to make it all the way to the Super Bowl. The Bengals were definitely a very surprised team. They both had a very storied season, but now it all comes down to this. The final game of the 2021-2022 NFL season. One of the most chaotic, controversial, and dramatic-filled seasons in NFL history. And now, we're at the end. We're almost at the end, the final game of the season. So, who do I think is going to win? Well, my prediction for this game is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Bengals have too much momentum on their side. They definitely got a lot going for them. They definitely overcame a lot of obstacles, defeated a lot of powerful teams in this year's season, and also in the playoffs. And I definitely think this is going to give them enough momentum to carry them to a Super Bowl victory. I do believe this is going to be a pretty close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, although that could very well happen. But I think all this momentum Bengals now have is going to continue right into the Super Bowl. That'll definitely be their guiding force to win this game over the Rams. Now, as for the Rams, I think the Rams are going to play a tough game against the Bengals, but I think in the end, it's going to be Joe Burrow guiding the Bengals to this victory. They definitely have had a very good season, a good story to them, and I think their final chapter will indeed bring a very happy ending for the Bengals. And also, the Bengals, many thought they weren't even going to make the playoffs this season, and now they're going to the Super Bowl. And looking how they did in the playoffs, they defeated a lot of top teams in the playoffs by a lot of close games, but in the end, the Bengals always held on. And despite weakness in the offensive line, Joe Burrow is also able to execute key plays to guide the Bengals to victory, and I think he will carry that on into a Super Bowl victory over the Rams. And assuming this prediction actually comes to pass, that the Bengals actually do win a Super Bowl, it makes me wonder, and also others wonder, what will happen next if the Bengals do win a Super Bowl? Will the Bengals become a future dynasty? Because right now, many are seeing Burrow as the next big thing. Many have mentioned that they needed a quarterback for their team. That guy would be Joe Burrow for the quarterback, and they needed a quarterback for the NFL franchise right now. And also, there are quarterbacks in the league who have been in the league a lot longer than Joe Burrow, who get paid more money, and Joe Burrow is already taking his team, the Bengals, to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's an amazing story when you look at it. It's definitely like a team you want to see win. Even if you're not a Bengals fan, there's a part of you and a part of myself that wants to see the Bengals win this game. And I think that in 
indeed will be the outcome of this game. But then again, anything can happen. But that is my prediction right now for the Super Bowl, and that is the Bengals winning the Super Bowl over the Los Angeles Rams in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. And that there's my Super Bowl prediction. We'll see what happens this coming Sunday if the Bengals do indeed pull off the victory over the Rams in this Sunday Super Bowl. Now, as for the storm front that's brewing right now in the NFL, the NFL right now is facing a storm front right now. There's a lot going on in the league that doesn't involve the Super Bowl that is indeed becoming a crisis right now for the NFL. The first one is a report out of Washington that deals a possible cover-up with sexual harassment cases with the Washington football team, now known as the Washington Commanders. Recent testimony in Congress definitely launches a lot of allegations against owner Dan Snyder, and many have been calling for the release of this report, but so far the NFL has not released a report. So in the end, will the report come out? And if it does, just how damaging will it be? Because right now the Washington Commanders are definitely in a very bad spot right now. This is definitely not a good look for their image. The fan base does not like the owner Dan Snyder, believing that he is a cause for a team being held back from winning in the NFL. And right now, this is very much an ongoing story. RG3, former quarterback, has a book coming out this coming summer that talks about what he saw when he was a quarterback for the Washington Commanders when they were known as the Redskins. So right now, there's a lot going on in Washington right now. But right now, will the report come out? Will Congress further intervene to get the report released? And if it does come out, would that threaten the ownership of Dan Snyder with the Washington Commanders? As many right now are saying that he needs to sell the team in order for the team to survive and thrive in the NFL. But many are questioning the NFL is going to further get involved in this and if the NFL will indeed get the report released. And will Congress further get involved to get this report released? Will we see further testimony on Congress about this issue? That remains to be seen. But right now, the situation in Washington is definitely getting uglier and it's definitely not good for owner Dan Snyder. And also just recently, former Dolphins coach Brian Flores has filed a lawsuit against the Dolphins and also against the league for hiring discrimination. This has definitely raised a lot of issues with the hiring practices in the NFL for minority coaches. The Dolphins are also pushing back against the lawsuit along the NFL. So we'll see just how far this issue goes and what the resolution will be. But definitely this has been a major issue in the NFL when it comes to coaching decisions in terms of who gets head coaching jobs in the NFL. Now Brian Flores was an excellent coach with the Miami Dolphins. It was definitely a stunning shocker when he was fired with many seeing him as a top candidate for the opening head coaching cycle right now in the NFL, which right now has been concluded with Brian Flores not getting any of the open jobs in the NFL. So we'll see in the coming weeks, probably even months, just how far this lawsuit will go and what the resolution will be. But right now, there's definitely been a major issue in the NFL. The current system does not appear to be working, and definitely a lot more needs to be changed in order to fix this common issue in the NFL when it comes to hiring head coaches. Brian Flores is an excellent coach. He should be coaching a team. He should never have been fired from the Dolphins. And it's now exposing a major issue in the NFL. The NFL definitely does need to get resolved quickly, as right now, they really haven't done enough on this issue. Right now, the NFL, they're in a position where they got to get this fixed, and they got to get it fixed very quickly. But it also raises another issue from the lawsuit, and that is Brian Flores is claiming that the owner of the Dolphins was offering him money to lose games on purpose in order to get a higher draft position. And not long after making his claim, Hugh Jackson, the former coach of the Cleveland Browns, also made a similar claim that he was also offered money as well to lose games from the owner of the Cleveland Browns, who was offering Jackson money to tank games, also for the sake of getting a higher draft position. And this is also another major issue along with the hiring discrimination, and that is offering coaches to lose games on purpose in order to get a higher draft position. If this is true, then the owner of the Dolphins and the owner of the Cleveland Browns need to surrender ownership of their team and sell those teams to a whole new owner. Right now, they're pushing back against these allegations, but it's also said to be evidence of such claims being made that money was indeed offered to Flores and to Jackson to tank games for a higher draft position. And right now, I'm also wondering, are there other teams out there who did such things? Are there other owners out there who offered money to their coaches in order to lose games just for the sake of getting a higher draft position? So far, another coach has stepped forward about these claims, but right now, it is definitely a major issue in the NFL. I definitely do see an investigation 
investigation coming. And because of this, some are now starting to ask, should the NFL draft rules be changed in order to have a lottery system just like the NBA? Now, I don't see how a lottery is going to work in the NFL, and I don't think that's going to happen in the NFL, but something needs to be done on this issue because if these claims are true, then the Browns and Dolphins need a whole new owner. And speaking of ownership, the Denver Broncos are officially up for sale, and they're said to be valued at $4 billion. So we'll see just who the new owner of the Denver Broncos is going to be. It's been said that Peyton Manning and John Elway may be part of separate ownership groups. We'll see how that comes out in the end. But right now, Denver Broncos are up for sale. And there has been speculation that Jeff Bezos from Amazon might buy the Broncos which he could do very easily without any partners involved. He could buy the team by himself without any needing any help, such as partners and investors. So if Jeff Bezos buy the Denver Broncos, he also has been linked to the Washington Commanders, where he tried, reportedly, to get a minority stake in a team a few years ago. So right now, Jeff Bezos has been linked to four NFL teams, and the Broncos is one of them, and possibly even the Washington Commanders, assuming they actually come up for sale. But the idea of Jeff Bezos joining the NFL has been said as being current for years with several owners owners such as Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones from Dallas Cowboys saying he definitely want Jeff Bezos to have an ownership of an NFL team but is that actually good for the NFL would Jeff Bezos be good for the NFL that remains to be seen I really am not convinced that Jeff Bezos own an NFL team would be in a good interest of the NFL and would he be good NFL owner how much involved would he be with the team that also is a major unknown as well but right now though it has been major speculation Jeff Bezos might get in the NFL soon it has also been said that he has no interest in the Broncos so here's what I'm thinking Maybe Jeff Bezos is holding out for the Washington Commanders. And right now, this whole thing going out Dan Snyder with all these allegations of sexual harassment with the Washington Commanders and how it's been handled, that actually might do him in. That might cause the NFL to force Dan Snyder to sell the Washington Commanders. And if that happens, Jeff Bezos could probably be the immediate favorite to buy that franchise. Because Jeff Bezos already moved a large portion of Amazon closer to Washington, D.C. He also owns the Washington Post. He also has a house in Washington, D.C. So Jeff Bezos is involved with the city of Washington, D.C., the primary location of Washington Commanders. So we'll see how this all unfolds. If the NFL does get Snyder to sell to Washington Commanders, Jeff Bezos might be the primary buyer, as right now he does not appear to be interested in buying the Denver Broncos. But then again, anything could also change. But also, here's another bold prediction I'm willing to make for this year for the NFL, and that is, not only with the Broncos being up for sale, I do believe the Washington Commanders will eventually come up for sale, which had to be forced by the NFL, but I also believe that it's also possible, assuming the tanking allegations for draft picks is true and that is the Dolphins and maybe even the Cleveland Browns could come up for sale so we can see four NFL teams potentially come up for sale in the year 2022 for the NFL the Broncos are already one of them and we could see also three other franchises join the Broncos as being up for sale so can you imagine four NFL teams being sold this year that is something I definitely do see as a possibility and also have a head coaching carousel update as well. As of right now, all NFL teams with an open job for head coach have been officially filled as the next round of head coaching hires has been officially concluded. Since the last edition of Bruce Sealed Podcast, the Minnesota Vikings have officially hired Kevin O'Connell, the former offensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams, to be their next head coach. The Jacksonville Jaguars have hired Doug Peterson to be their next head coach, who is once a head coach of Philadelphia Eagles and who also won a Super Bowl at the Eagles. The Miami Dolphins have hired Mike McDaniel, the former 49ers offensive coordinator, 
coordinator. The Houston Texans hired Lovey Smith, who once coached the Bears, and then the Buccaneers. And the Saints have hired Dennis Allen, who was once their defensive coordinator, as their next head coach. Now, when I think about this list, I definitely see a lot of surprises on this list. It definitely did not go the way I thought it was going to go. I thought Jim Harbaugh was being the next head coach of the Raiders. He did interview with the Vikings, but it did not come to pass. And it does appear that Jim Harbaugh is going to stay with Michigan, as he did say he's done chasing NFL jobs. But then again, anything could change next season. But these are all brand new coaches, each with their own story yet to be told when a new season starts in the fall of 2022 later this year. And right after Super Bowl this coming Sunday, the next big event we'll have in the NFL will be the NFL Draft, and I definitely will be following that here in Bruce Stilled. Right after the Super Bowl, mock drafts are already up and running online, so let's see how the draft goes. We definitely have some time for the draft to play out, but right now, we got the Super Bowl this coming Sunday. After that, it will be the official start of the offseason. Now, for several teams, such as the ones who are not in the Super Bowl, their offseason is already going on right now. But right now, the NFL season is almost concluded. We had Super Bowl with the final chapter of this epic season, and I do expect to see a very dramatic and fitting conclusion to this year's NFL season with the Super Bowl. And that should do from here on this edition of Bruce Stilled. I'm Heroes Brandon. Go out there, enjoy some good beer, whiskey, bourbon, some good food, have fun watching Super Bowl. Do be sure to have some good drinks and food with you when you're watching Super Bowl. We'll see how it all plays out, and we'll see if my prediction of the Bengals defeating the Rams does indeed occur. And until then, I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Cheers.